from our 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Welcome to Total SF in Exile, a very special Total SF in Exile, Heather Knight. Hello, it's always good to be here, in my house. (laughs) In your house, in my house, but with special guests. Um, I think every one of these Total SF episodes, um, it's been nice. I've been able to connect with you. I've been able to catch up with you. We've had Audrey and and, uh, Audrey Cooper, our editor, and... Um, some of my colleagues. Um, these are our first guests, and it's a who do not one. work at the Chronicle. Who yes. do not work at the Chronicle, <laughs> and it's a big one. Yes, giant superstar Hunter Pence and his wife Lexi Pence joined us today together from Arizona, and it was super fun to talk to them. Yeah, so we're going to talk uh, a lot of things. Um, we covered uh, a lot of ground. Um, they were fantastic during your lightning round. <laughs> and then Talking they turned about, the tables on us for a lightning round. Turned the tables on us. Um, they talked about baseball. We talked uh, quarantine, uh, food, coffee, all bars. things San Francisco, mm-hmm. a lot of bars. <laughs> but um, really excited to announce uh, a partnership. And we're going to talk about it in the podcast, but I just want to mention it now. They have a label called Pineapple Labs Coffee, and this was a total surprise, Heather. Yeah, so um, they they make their own coffee, and every month they sell um, a special new coffee along with a mug as a pairing, and they often um, devote the money to charity. And we were really excited that their June mug and coffee uh, sales will 100% go to the Chronicles um, Season of Sharing, which is usually a Christmas charity, but is um, up and running again for the COVID-19 pandemic, helping families in the Bay Area get by and uh, meet their needs. Yeah, so um, great synergy. It's Pineapple Labs, www.thepineapplelabs.com. We're going to talk about the coffee in the mug, but you can get that right now. And Season of Sharing, the Chronicle Season of Sharing is www.seasonofsharing.org. I'm Peter Hartlob. I'm Heather Knight. And this is Total SF. Thank you very much. Welcome to Total SF. Welcome back, Heather Knight, and welcome Hunter and Alexis Pence to the Total SF podcast um, in exile. You are in Arizona right now? Yeah. Thank you for having us, by the way. We're big fans of the podcast, so we're excited to be here. Well, we're big fans of the Giants, so it's fun for everybody. Yeah. So this will be a fun podcast. Great synergy. (laughs) We've got a lot in common. Yeah. And we'll have to get together in person one day, but until then, this will have to suffice. We made it, Heather and I made our quarantine house podcast, and it, it was really like, kind of like, what are we going to do today? Let's pick quarantine houses. It, there wasn't a lot of planning. <laughs> There's never a lot of planning with us. <laughs> yeah. So quarantine houses, we're picking who we would want in our quarantine houses. And I picked the both of you first to block her because I knew <laughs> she was going to pick it. And then, like, a week and a half later, you are on our podcast, and we have a huge announcement. So I want to start off by saying this is just magical for us. Um, how is your quarantine house going? Good. Well, first of all, we were so honored to be picked in your house. So thank <laughs> you so much for that. Um, yes. But our, our quarantine house has been pretty good, pretty quiet. Um, yeah, not really much 
We've had a lot of fun, for sure. Like, it's, 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 I mean, I know it's a tough time, but we've made the best out of it, the best of this time. Alexis is definitely the quarantine all-star, and <laughs> obviously we were super honored, but I was like, you are right. Alexis is an awesome quarantine partner, because she's always funny, she's always fun, she cooks, she's a great boss, she's like, she's like the everyday genius, so like, it's been, it, I've had a, a wonderful time. We've never gotten to spend so much time, because we're always on the go, so. Quarantine's going good for, yeah. for us. This is like the first time that we've actually been in one place. Even though we're not at home, it's like the first time we've been in one place together for this long without any visitors or like going anywhere, having to pack. So yeah. that's been really, really nice. What's well, a good thing you guys like each other so much or otherwise <laughs> it'd be yeah. not so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I've enjoyed the dynamic on Let's Get Lexi, um, which is your channel, Alexis. And... Um, I've liked it because you guys are so upbeat and I feel like that's kind of what we need right now. That's what Heather and I are trying to do with this podcast. I also like it because I feel like, Hunter, you've become, um, I see you behind the camera a lot now. I see you uh, doing a lot more roles now on Let's Get Lexi since this quarantine started. You got your haircut the other day. <laughs> yeah, and I'm still, uh, I apologize for the, like, the fluffiness right now. It's still kind of, like, because she barely, like, barely cut any it was just like let's not be a complete like out of control so it's still a mess we just but, cleaned it up. We cleaned but it yeah up. i've gotten haircuts you know i'm just kind of whatever she needs she's usually like i'm not she never and, and first of all y'all prefacing it with uh the amount of preparation into the you know the podcast that we were a part of the the house the quarantine house like she doesn't really give me any prep she's like this is what we're shooting boom like <laughs> and i'm like wait we were doing that wait, wait we're we're announcing a big surprise okay here we go here we go yeah <laughs> We just go with it. I mean, go with the flow. Yeah, go with the flow. It's nice that we can do a little bit of real life again. Like I saw my sister yesterday and we actually met for a walk and got takeout lunch. And oh. it's such a basic thing. But I'm like, whoa, it feels a little normal. Like <laughs> even the little things matter. You appreciate like, yeah, just like so you much forget. stuff that you just think you take for granted. You're like, oh, yeah, like that's just automatic. And it's just actually really special. Like we're still, yeah, we're still kind of quarantining ourselves just to play it safe. Because mm -hmm. nobody knows what the heck is happening. So, I know. Um, and then we'll have like breakfast burritos and. Yeah, we we haven't. I haven't gone anywhere we'll work outside out. of here other than the mail and yeah. the stadium. But and coffee. You do take out coffee. <laughs> oh yeah, take out coffee. And yeah, and then we do like I don't know. He plays Magic the Gathering. I learned to hand knit. Sometimes we cook at night. Yeah. I, I saw on uh, Let's Get Lexi a, a massive white blanket and you said you knit it and I thought you were joking yeah that was... I learned how to hand knit wow yeah so I've got my mar or his agent was making fun of me and so I just ordered some new what they call skins and now I'm planning to hand knit him one and I'm like ha Alexis... <laughs> make fun of me I'm gonna make you a giant blanket <laughs> Alexis has done some amazing crafts not only the knitting she's painted she we didn't have a teddy bear so she painted like a uh, this really cool like rainbow teddy background bear. you teddy know how people bear? are putting teddy bears out on their window yeah yeah so we did that I painted one just to put it out and then oh. I'm doing like aqua aerobics in the pool wow I've gone full geriatric pretty much <laughs> <laughs> you're like the Martha Stewart of quarantining I feel like I mean I don't know about that if anyone's winning quarantine, it's definitely Martha Stewart. I don't know if you guys follow her on Instagram, but what she's oh, wow. doing is amazing. She like goes on horseback riding trails. She's definitely like horseback riding. She's cooking. She's doing all sorts of fun stuff. She's having cocktails, and I mean they're made by Martha Stewart. So that's yeah. 
I probably should have put her in my quarantine house, too. <laughs> <laughs> the dream. Yeah. So you, you expected to be in San Francisco right now. Um, we were going to be reunited. I and, know. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you miss it? Do you, are you excited to see the fans? Oh, my gosh, yes. It, it, it's just so weird. It was like this, like, uh, extremely exciting to get back and, like, to see the fans. And I was, you know, we started playing. I don't even know how many games it was a part of, like, somewhere between 6 and 10. And then just this abrupt stop and, and not getting to go back to San Francisco. And we had all of these plans to, you know, everything set up. And it was quick because I signed so late in, in, in the off season, And it all happened, like, really quick. Like, when the Giants contacted me, I was really surprised. I was like, is this for real? Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was super excited. So uh, it definitely is sad not to be back in, in San Francisco. And uh, we're just kind of following the news and staying ready and, and staying prepared. It is still really cool that, um, a lot of the, just the giant staff that I've spent, you know, this is my eighth year with the team. So they're almost like family to me to, to get back and, and to hang out with them at the stadium now here, even though it's here in Arizona. Makes me sad that we won't be going into games if there is a season, like to not be able to go into the stadium and like watch. Yeah. The, the, the creativity of the fans and, and the, and the, just the atmosphere, you yeah. know, you've, you've gone to now Oracle Park and, um, yeah. you haven't played in Oracle I Park. I haven't played in Oracle Park yet. <laughs> I but still call it AT&T. The vibe yeah. is like... I call it Pac Bell Park. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. We're going to... Yeah, the vibe, though, and the, and the fans and the energy that they bring, um, it's, it's just like you said. It's like this thing that we... You, you, obviously, you, we appreciate it so much, but, like, the fact of going and playing in an empty stadium, it's definitely going to be missing a huge part of, the, the, of what baseball is. Yeah. Well, I, I think... We I, had bleacher tickets to go see um, opening day together, Peter and I did. We were going to oh, have a little total so SF cool. section of the bleachers. So eventually, <laughs> all right. we'll do so that. So can I ask you all a question for fun? Yeah. Uh, I know that y'all are supposed to be asking us some questions, but I got questions for you. <laughs> if you had a walk-up song, what would your walk-up song be? Oh, my gosh. And, it, and then also, could you give me a walk-up song for my first game back, what you think would be great? We're hard-hitting journalists, too. <laughs> <laughs> I like playing this game. <laughs> Oh, mine would have to have something to do with night. There's lots of songs with the word night in it. I'm trying to think. Well, I'm going to give mine, okay. and I've thought about this a lot. I have <laughs> rankings. <laughs> I, I have I have rankings. I've always thought it would be, like, fun to do something kind of quirky, but I also think, like, I want to be fired up. So um, I'm going to go with Motorhead Ace of Spades. It's just got a real good like bum ba dum ba dum bum ba dum ba dum it, it, it really gets the crowd rumbling yeah. and lyrically works it's quick because i know people don't want like a 37 second walk-up song you got it you get seconds. like eight to 12 seconds max it's like that's yeah. the kind of what yeah. you're gonna get like that's the window actually i'm not i'm skipping the night idea i'm gonna go with um alicia key's girl on fire I'm not a good singer, but that got me pumped. I would, and that would be so sweet. Yeah. yeah. I hope they have a celebrity SF softball game and you, you get a walk-up song. So what should Hunters be? You're, you're good at this, Peter. I, here's what I, and, and you mentioned the creativity of the fans. One thing you're going to love when you get back to the city is all of that creativity that you see is like has spilled into the city now. Um, and Heather's written a lot about it and I've written a little bit about it. Um, people opening up their garages and having spontaneous concerts, slow streets now. There's how many miles, Heather, of streets are open? Oh, many miles, 20 at least, I think. 
Yeah, Heather found a bagpiper who's playing <laughs> at 7 p.m. every night in the Castro. No way! Uh, I love the bagpipes. Yeah. That's amazing. It's a whole trend of um, professional musicians whose gigs have been canceled are just performing for their neighbors because it's something to do. They get to have an audience again, and the neighbors love it. So I think like something intensely San Francisco would just fit the moment. And I mean, you can go with the Tony Bennett, you can go with the Steve Perry, but um, if you really want to be off the wall, Full House theme song, <laughs> something like that. People identify with San Francisco, it's funny. Whatever happened to predictability? The milkman, the paper boy, the evening TV. You miss your old familiar friends waiting just around the bed. Well, I do all sorts of weird ones. I've mixed it up from from all sorts of things just to like either be funny or to have yeah. a good time. So like I've done weird stuff. I'm not afraid. It doesn't bother okay. me. My, my my mental focus for the abat is good is good no matter what. Well, let's throw it out to listeners. If you have a good idea for Hunter's walk up song, tag us on Twitter, Total SF. And I mean, like Streets of San Francisco theme could work. I can't even think of the Fuller House intro song right now. I don't know why. I can't either. How does can, it go, Peter? Us, Sing it. I'm sure as soon as I hear it, I'll know it. <laughs> Paperboy, the Mean Man TV. You were on Fuller House. I know. <laughs> oh, well. Peter, you should drop the, th- the song. Sometimes he drops music into the podcast. Oh, I'm, so I'm totally going to drop it. Right, right now is when we hear Full House. I've, I've dropped like four songs in this podcast. <laughs> you just <laughs> haven't all heard them yet. <laughs> Um, we got big news. I, I can't believe we've waited this long. Um, incredibly big news. So Quarantine House, you respond to us, which was like, that made my day. And then uh, agree to come on the podcast and then dropped what I think is just incredible news and really fits this time and the spirit of the time. Um, first, tell me about Pineapple Labs. Well, Pineapple Labs, Hunter and I do a lot of coffee reviews. And... Mm-hmm. Whenever we're traveling, we go to local um, coffee shops, specialty coffee shops, mom pop. We literally buy every single drink off the menu, and we try them all, and we try to give them as much love as possible. So when people are traveling or fans are traveling, you know, they go and they they go and support these small businesses. Um, and then it wasn't until we went to London where I kind of just thought, you know, I think it's time for us to come up with our own coffee line. It's actually kind of funny as I talked her into buying this dream journal book where mm-hmm. it like asks you questions and you just like write and it'll be like, if there was no fear, what, what, what would you want to do? If there was no restrictions on time, yeah. if there was no restrictions on money. And she's like, why haven't we started making coffee? Yeah. <laughs> so, that's awesome. Yeah. And that's kind of what we did. And so we came up with our own coffee line and we, we pair it with, so each month has a new coffee and then it also comes with a curated mug. So sometimes they are one-of-a-kind mugs and sometimes they're not. <laughs> um, but we really feel like the mug and the coffee just give you that like ultimate coffee experience. Because I really feel like the coffee mug is just, for me, I just like when you have a good coffee mug, that's just yeah. a great start to your day. It sets the vibe. Yeah. It sure. sets it the does. vibe. And just like some, or you're having a bad day and you want, you know, like a tea in the afternoon, just like if you get a good cozy mug, you're just, I mean, it changes your whole. I know for me yeah. on day games it's in, in San Francisco, 
we all, we have pretty good coffee for Clubhouse Coffee. Like they do a really good job in our Clubhouse. And I have this. I think it was sent to me by a fan with like I don't even know the name, and it was just like a yellow mug that was like Tasmanian Devil, and it says blue coffee. And like I'm like oh, you're usually always tired because you had a night game the day before, and it's like day game. And I just got that mug, and it just like gets me ready. Like it's like yeah, like Tasmanian Devil. Play some, let's play some baseball. So that's like my 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 mug that like changes my day and gets me ready for day games in San Francisco. Cool. So you have some news about the June Pineapple Labs. Hack. Yes, so it's um, we're dedicating it to SF, and it's a Giants-inspired mug, um, and it's called Forever Grateful. And I know we're teaming up with you guys and your charity, and um, that's kind of what we're doing. So I'm very excited. Yeah, All so the proceeds, 100% of the proceeds, go to the charity. And that's something that you've been doing for months. Uh, yeah, you yeah. Do this so every each month, month we've been doing a new charity. Uh, and gosh, we've done Southern Smoke, um, No Kid Hungry, uh, Single Mom Strong, and then this one with you guys, which is the Unified uh, Season of Sharing. So that's the Chronicles charity. Usually we, we operate it during Christmas time, and it goes to help readers contribute, and it yeah. goes to help and people in need. Like so. perfect, it was a perfect umbrella of just like, because we knew we wanted this one to be specifically SF-based. Mm-hmm. And we just thought this was, like, the perfect umbrella of just, like, you guys kind of encompass or this charity encompasses everything. So it's very situational. It's not, like, one specific um, thing, like, you know, feeding children or single moms or, or any of those ones. So I love that it's very situational and people can just come there for resources or whatever it is that they might need, and, and it kind of helps them out. So usually yeah. it's a holiday thing, but we um, are vamping it up again for the summer for COVID-19 relief. And so families that need any particular thing, like a month's rent or a refrigerator, theirs broke, or a car, theirs broke, whatever it is that yeah. the um, charity that. will have. I love that it's yes. very We need it right now. Yeah. It's so so amazing that they're, you know, you're ramping it up right now. So thank you for, for yeah. letting us be a yeah, part of that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you. We're very excited about it. I mean, the the Chronicle staff, it's not just some numbers or another department. Chronicle, um, I've written several season of sharing stories. Usually around the holidays, we write a couple stories. I know Heather has too. And um, the the reporters, the editors, um, everybody at the Chronicle really kind of rallies around this this charity. And I thought of it as a seasonal thing. I was so excited um that they brought it back and thank you so much for thinking of us i mean the chronicle's super excited that you're doing this oh well we're i mean we're glad to hear that so um our pleasure no better team especially with our like most sf based like month yeah and this mug is it's fire so the mug (laughs) is good and i read a little bit about the coffee uh notes of apricot yes apricot apricot, vanilla it's called gaia's Gaia, the it's last one, it's basically palm, palm sugar. sugar. <laughs> wow. <laughs> basically, this one we really wanted to do for SF, and it's kind of, um, I mean, in my eyes, like a fa- it's, it's a great Father's Day gift, and oh, yeah. it's kind of the coffee's a play on, a little bit of a play on whiskey. Mm-hmm. So our Mother's Ooh, nice. Day one was like chocolates, very floral, um, and the mug kind of represented that too. And so it's like you're giving your mom chocolates yeah. flowers so this one we wanted it to be more a little bit more masculine and really kind of represent the whiskey Father's Day. yeah yeah good idea now i know what i'm getting my husband and my dad problem solved <laughs> and where can we get it uh the pineapple and it'll be available come june 1st 
that is Great. when this is going to come out. We're going to put the podcast out at 12.01 June 1st, and we're going to be ready for it. So, so we're very excited. There's a limited availability for the mugs. So, um, yeah, just there's just limited availability. But then you'll be able to buy just the coffee after that. Okay. Awesome. Should we jump into what? the lightning round, Peter? I think I think they're ready. Um, okay. I love the lightning round. I'm excited about this. <laughs> ready. Even though I'm going to get crushed. Let's do it. <laughs> So I guess either one of you can jump in with an answer. Um, where is your favorite place in San Francisco to get a burrito? Um, I have PTSD from burritos just because <laughs> oh, I went no. to Gordo's. I love, and love I burritos. Ate, I do love burritos, but I ate the whole Gordo's burrito. And if you had one of those, those things are massive. And I made They're myself, like, rocks. like yeah. I ate it, I just hurt for like a week after that. Um, okay. So I've kind of taken a break from burritos. <laughs> and so I have to like limit myself to tacos. <laughs> we fair. do taco delicious like we all, do the time. all the time. We do taco delicious all the time. taco delicious. I cannot, I have like very little willpower. So I have to like really limit myself with burritos or okay. split it with someone. I'm, I'm our quarantine cook and, um, I've been doing a lot of tacos. Like people don't get sick of it. I could do no, it three nights tacos, a week, and there are no complaints. The and they're like, especially if you make street tacos, they're small, so they're easy. Like you can. But I want to do a burrito challenge where we go and taste all of the best burritos of San Francisco, Ooh. so that we can answer your question. I didn't know yes. that there was like crazy burrito like stuff in San Francisco. Big and Alexis culture. told me that this was going to be a, a, a big question. I was like, what? I need to find <laughs> these burritos out, and I need to go eat them. Wait, Peter, did you ever make this stafado? I have not made it yet, okay. but um, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Um, I showed it to the family. They're down. They're into and, it. And uh, I should have a bowl of it right here for you, but I, <laughs> I have not gotten there yet. But it looked very good. It was. Del it's delicious. It's really good. Yeah. This is your. This is kind of one of your signature dishes. You you had an episode about it. Yes. Yes. It's like. It's, it's a whole, a, it's like a whole night process of, like, making, <laughs> of yeah. making it. And I don't know, it's an event and it's so delicious. It's so delicious. Wow. It's worth it. But you have to be like in the mood to cook it. Cool. All right. Next lightning oh, yeah, round. Back, lightning lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> back on focus. What, what is your favorite movie filmed in San Francisco? Our favorite movie filmed in SF? Hmm. You've got your Mrs. Doubtfire, and then you've got your old school Vertigo, Dirty Harry, Hitchcock. a lot of Hitchcock. I've seen there was that. a Woody Doubtfire. Allen movie though too that was. Oh yeah, Blue Blue Jasmine. Blue Jasmine. Blue Jasmine. Yeah, I really liked that movie. I haven't seen any of these except for Mrs. Doubtfire. Blue Jasmine was really dark. I love anything but... Robin Williams. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, what is it? Inside Out. I'll take yeah. that one. Yes. Does that count because it's Pixar? Yes. No, totally it counts. It totally counts. We just did a movie night, and uh, yeah, for Inside Out as a San Francisco yeah. movie. It's it's one of our favorites. Yeah. Yes. So Inside Out. Okay. okay. I love that one too. Where is your favorite place in San Francisco to get a stiff drink? Ah, Epic Steak. Yeah. <laughs> On the way home from the stadium, and that's obviously where we got married. And then they have a drink named after Hunter. They, oh. We a, well, no, named after us. Well, our wedding. So we, we had a we had a we had a cocktail that they liked so much from our wedding that they called it the pensive. Oh, I love it. Oh, We're nice. gonna have to go try that, Peter. Yeah, it's rum, pineapple juice, and lime juice. But I also wow. like Smuggler's Cove and the Tonga Room. Uh -huh. Tonga Room. Um, and there's a new tiki bar I think that opened, which I hopefully they made it 
through this um, that I'm really excited. I can't remember the name of it, though, but really any bar that makes me feel like I'm on vacation. What is your favorite ballpark food? Lightning round. Oh, you want I don't to... eat ballpark food. Oh, that's food. right. He's, you know what? He's never had the garlic fries. What? Doesn't they don't that... ever bring them to us. We just have the food that's <laughs> in the that clubhouse. Blow your I don't mind? get ball, ballpark food. We get the food that's in the clubhouse. Okay. Okay, so I'm, I love yeah, we're, my I, favorite I can't wait is... to have a hot dog and peanuts in the game. <laughs> yeah. One day. I love the garlic fries yes. over I mean obviously it depends on the stadium. Garlic fries. And my other favorite all-time favorite ballpark food is at the San Jose Stadium. Oh. The churro guy. I did Ooh. have some of these. Have He's, you ever gone to the game in there? San Jose? No. Oh, I've, I've been to the San Jose. Yeah, the, the, is it San Jose Municipal there? Stadium? Yeah. Have you tried the churro guy there? I have not. It's legendary. It's worth just driving there for the churro and yeah. then just not even staying. Like, you don't have to stay for it. Just get the churro. Just get the churro. <laughs> no, and I, I, I think I'll stay if, and watch. Yeah, but I don't even know if this is an urban legend or whatever, but, like, I hear this guy only works at that stadium and won't, I guess... Oracle Park has offered him to make the churros at Oracle Park, and he's like, no, this is where, this could be a total lie. This is just what I was told that when he was uh, rehabbing there. So I don't know if this is a lie or if it's true, but. I believe it. Let the urban legend live on. You know what I mean? Yes. I guess he won't make it anywhere else except for at that stadium. Well, you have a couple reporters here, so I think. uh, We will check it. We will look into it. I will. (laughs) <laughs> I will investigate the churro guy because that's a great story. If he has the integrity, yes. never to leave his churro spot. This, yeah. I, I mean, these churros, churros are amazing, wow. amazing. Yeah. Okay, this is the last question. What is something you always make sure to squeeze into your busy day? Do you want to go? I, meditation for me. Yeah. Um, for me, it's probably either getting into nature or trying to get outside just a little bit even if it's just like get my feet in the grass or something well you survived the lightning round good job you did really well because they're politicians who are running for office and you can always like see their head or hear their heads kind of spinning wondering what the focus group would say they should pick trying to figure like picking favorites is so hard and especially if you're a politician yeah and there's like some things where yeah that's that is hard but you're like, I can see it in my brain, but I don't yeah. remember the name, you know, like totally. Ant-Man or like all those movies. I'm like, <laughs> I can Ant-Man see it. Was Ant-Man in San Francisco too? Yeah. I can yeah. see it in my brain, but you're like, what? Is it the new Matrix too, filmed in SF too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, there's a new Matrix? Yeah. We'll be right back after this short break. Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Surface. Now more than ever, you need a laptop that can be as adaptable as you are. Introducing Microsoft Surface Laptop Go. Finally, a premium laptop at an affordable price. Starting at just $549, its light, thin design, vibrant touchscreen, powerful processor, and built-in HD camera and mic turns any room in your home into a classroom, office, or study hall. Available in three amazing colors the whole family will love. Visit surface.com slash laptop go for more details. Awesome. Well, this was so fun, and we're very excited about the partnership with the Pineapple Labs and San Francisco Chronicle. How about if we mention it one more time? <laughs> oh, yeah, thepineapplelabs.com. Head over there. You can get Forever Grateful, which is our Giants-inspired coffee. We hope everyone likes it. It's going to be a great Father's Day gift or a Just Because gift. Um, you're going to like it. You're going to like yeah. it. It's good. Yeah, you're going to like it. It's, it's really delicious, and like I said, the mug is 
is just so amazing. And I have to give a shout out to Ray Rivera who designed it. He did an amazing job with it. And, you know, it's a very Gotham Club-ish feel. Nice. Which, Peter, I think you've seen it, right? I don't know if you've seen it. I have. It looks great. Um, I'm super excited about it. I'm excited about when I was reading all the little notes in it and stuff, because I don't pay that attention to that with coffee. It just sounded absolutely delicious. Yeah. I'm going to mix it, do probably an Irish coffee. I love it. We'll make teach the you how to brew it, too. It comes with a little <laughs> brew guide, so you can brew it um, exactly the way it's meant to be brewed. So you can get all those. Notes. It makes a difference. Yeah. We want, yeah. we want everyone, we want like the customer to really experience like the, the love that was put into the, the making of the coffee. It's roasted freshly it's every best. week. And the note, like we just want you guys to really taste the notes and really appreciate. It's kind of just a way to like slow down and really appreciate what's, what's in your hand. And yeah, that's, I, I'm really excited about it. And I'm really excited that you guys were open to partnering with us. So thank you again. Thank you. I want to do a lightning round to you two. You want to do it now? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Go. Okay. We're like, same questions. <laughs> Just because I, I, I have thoughts on, on, uh, on San Francisco. So favorite, favorite, like, easy restaurant to go to and favorite fancy restaurant to go to? Ooh. Okay, well, Heather and I probably have the same easy restaurant. We do a lot of traveling together, and Heather and I do oh, yeah. a lot of exploring the city. Um, we rerouted the 49-mile scenic route, so it's bike and pedestrian friendly and getting a lot of independent businesses on the route. And we actually, like, detoured the route so we could go buy our favorite burger stand. Yes. Heather? Oh, Beeps I Burgers. Hear. What Was is it? it? Beeps. Beeps it's Burgers. Been, it, Beeps Burgers. It's on Ocean Avenue. You would never stumble across it, like, unless you knew exactly where to look. It's kind of out of the way, but it has this very famous like spaceship sign and it predates the first McDonald's in San Francisco. It's Whoa. been around for so long. And is it delicious? It's, it's delicious? Delicious or... burgers, milkshakes, fries. My kids love it. We had it last night. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm a burger is yeah, like, burgers, burgers. is like my cheap food. Like I love burgers. Yeah. I don't, I don't eat many desserts because I want to use all of my cheat food energy on cheeseburgers. <laughs> Me too. And these are fantastic. It's actually, it's out of the way, but it's right like a block away from the Balboa or Glen Park, right? Heather? The BART station? BART stuff? Uh, yeah. It's kind of in between. Yeah. Okay. It's, anyway, I take my bike. I ride my bike. I live in Alameda, take the ferry and ride my bike to the Chronicle so I can get on my bike go to the BART station and go out and have a Beeps burger for lunch. It's delicious. Wow. We got to yeah. try it. And what's your fancy? Um, I live in Glen Park, and I'm a total mom of two little kids, so I don't get a lot of fancy nights out. So I just go down, if my husband and I are going on a date, we go to La Petite Laurent, which is in Glen Park in the village. It's this really cute French place, and you feel like you're in Paris when you're in there. Like, the ambiance is amazing, so... Oh. Good wine, champagne, escargot, uh, oh, oysters. Yeah. yeah. Ooh so la la. <laughs> How about you, Peter? I live in Alameda, so I'm going to pick it. Can I pick an Alameda restaurant? Yeah. If you ever get out to Alameda, both of you, you would love it. They have a pinball museum and a 1980s arcade, oh. old school Art Deco theater. And then uh, Papo is a. Um, it's, it's a little bit of Mediterranean uh, fusion, absolutely delicious. They've been serving through the quarantine. That's like our date night food. 
put something on in the basement that the kids are going to stay busy, light a couple candles and have like a nice adult dinner. Oh, Papo so and Alameda. Alameda is like Mayberry, but with a little more diversity. It's like this just old school throwback community. And um, yeah, the, this restaurant's a really cute restaurant right across from the Art Deco Theater. Uh, really nice. We'll have to go. We want yeah. to, we really want, yeah. I really want to take Hunter to the Hangar One vodka tasting. Yeah. He's we never done that. We haven't done enough of like the touristy stuff in San Francisco. Like, I mean, it's so hard with this schedule. And what's crazy is like yeah. this year we were like, I was like, all right, Alexis, because I'm always super, so, like when we're in San Francisco, I'm so focused on like, you know, baseball, baseball, baseball. I don't get like going out that much. That's why it's like typically Tacalicious or yeah. some of our like easy favorites. But this year we legit said like before we go, we're like, we're getting to go back to San Francisco. <laughs> we're going to go everywhere, do everything. everything. And so that's where... Like, my next question, obviously... 2020 we was like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you <laughs> But my, my next question would be, um, what is, like, your, like, visit, like, nature visit or park visit? Um, that, and also, I want to know your bar as well, just because we haven't tried any yeah, bars, really. And... Yeah. Favorite coffee place? Oh, my God. I know that, too. For nature, I'm all about um, San Francisco. One good thing to come out of this whole nightmare of the shutdown has been that they've closed a lot of streets in parks. So crazy enough, San Francisco usually allows a lot of the um, thoroughfares in uh, Golden Gate Park and Twin Peaks to just be basically like highways. So they're not fun, you know, if you're walking or biking, but they've um, shut a lot of them to cars. So I've been out on JFK Drive in Golden Gate Park a lot. And also um, Twin Peaks usually sucks, but... Um, <laughs> It's amazing right now. You can bike up the mountain to the summit. There's no cars and therefore no car break-ins, which it's famous for. So um, it's awesome. You get like huge views of the city and it's like you're up on this like secluded mountain in the middle of San Francisco. So definitely recommend that right now. Good one. Uh, I like Bernal Heights a lot. I think it's really underrated. Um, I can ride my bike there from the Chronicle and go like kind of have lunch. It has the best view of the city, Bernal Heights. And the Presidio, there's so many places in it that when Heather and I recast our 49-mile scenic route, we discovered some views we had never seen before, including the Golden Gate Overlook, which, Heather, it's just this... Beautiful. It's one tower of the Golden Gate Bridge framed in the other tower, if you stand in the right spot. So it's amazing. Yeah, and that's framed by two cypress trees. It's just this gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous view. It's like a living postcard. Yeah. Wow. Gosh, I hope we get to San Francisco now that I have all this <laughs> intel. <laughs> well, you should do our 49-mile makeover. It's the 49 best miles in the city if you're on uh, foot or bike or bus or t- cable car. Just don't sit in your car all day because that's not fun. So is that one of your podcasts or is that a, like a written? It was a big project we did last year, and we were hoping to do more of it this year. And like you said, 2020 had other plans. So, <laughs> But we have a map. We have like a gas station map, which I will I will send you. Uh, yeah, yeah, please that do. Answer, that answers all my SF questions, and I'm okay. going to have to end the lightning with a non-SF. No, no they have to answer oh, yeah, their yeah, bar oh, and yeah, their coffee. Even... Oh, the bar. Oh, my bad. I'm... That seems like so long ago that we could go to bars. Um, we usually go to the Tempest, which is right by the Chronicle. It's like the newspaper dive bar. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the Tempest, too. And it has also has a very good cheeseburger, the Box Burger, which um, Heather and I both... It's kind of our secondary burger. Like, if you can't get on BART and go get the Beeps Burger, the Box Burger at Tempest. It's an old um, Bike Messenger's Bar. 
And oh. when the Chronicle newsroom bar, we had a newsroom bar, like super old school, that closed down. So we went to the bike messenger bar and everybody got along. It was nice. So. Yeah, that is nice. And then coffee? I like, oh yeah, it was just renamed Urbine. It's, uh, it's near City Hall. I usually spend a lot of time in the press room so I can grab politicians. And then if you need to, a quiet place to interview them, um, Urbine, U-R-B-E-A-N, formerly um, Celtic Coffee on McAllister Street, is a really fun hangout. Oh, like lots of big couches out. and yeah, yeah. I know, independent I coffee. I haven't hit that one yet. Yeah, we have to check that place out. And I'm gonna pick the Chronicles uh, Java Trading. It's in oh, our yeah. basement. Joe and Fee are, um, since Heather and I have been at the Chronicle, they have a basement coffee shop that is in the Chronicle, and um, they make a really good cup of coffee, and we really want to see them back. We miss yeah. them. Um, they're just lovely people. Walk right in, and, yeah. uh, and they're Giants fans. Yes. <laughs> I feel like it, when we get back to the city, we're going to be checking these places out, like high-fiving you, like, hey, it's yeah. good. I like this burger. Yeah. Or awesome. air fiving now. I air guess. fiving. Oh, yeah. No what was your non SF question? Oh, I don't remember now. Uh, but I can come up with one quickly. <laughs> I, I came unprepared to lightning round you guys. Oh, um, I was going to say, what, what has been your favorite vacation you've ever been to? Oh, yeah. We were just talking about this. We, yeah, we literally just had this between us. Like, what's your favorite vacation we've been on? Yeah. I love traveling, and it's definitely what I'm missing most. I had this big adventure planned for June where I was going to go meet my new nephew in England. Uh, my husband is from there, and his brother and his wife just had a baby. And um, I then was going to go to Paris because my sister is turning 40. Happy birthday if you're listening. And we were going to um, go to Champagne together. So oh. all of that is canceled. <laughs> you, you love your French restaurant, and you were going to go to yes. Paris? Come on. But uh, my sister and I used to travel before we got married every year together, and my favorite trip with her was um, hiking Machu Picchu and scuba diving the Galapagos Islands on the Ooh, same trip. Ooh, that's amazing. I'm pretty adventurous. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's like something like Anchorman would say. <laughs> uh, I'm considerably less adventurous. Uh, but uh, my wife and I, every five years we do an anniversary trip, and um, we did... New York one year, but we decided to cut it short and take Amtrak from New York and follow the Giants. So we ended up doing um, uh, just from New York to Philadelphia to Pittsburgh, and we had so much fun on the train at each destination. I would never go to Pittsburgh on my own, but I had a blast in Pittsburgh. It's like, that's where Mr. Rogers is from. They have the Warhol Museum, beautiful stadium. It's like this little mirror image of Oracle Park slash AT&T Park slash Pac Bell Park. Um, they put French fries on sandwiches, um, and um, that's a really nice people in, in Pittsburgh. The, I haven't, I've never been to yeah. Pittsburgh, but that stadium. The Three Rivers are really beautiful too. Did you did you get any restaurants in Pittsburgh? Yeah, but we did like all the Pittsburgh places. So it was like like meatballs and sandwiches with fries in them. Um, we, we got in a hotel, and there were a few Giants fans, but it was also the day of the Furries convention. The, oh, I remember that picture. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, but that was I cool. Really talked about the furries before yeah. yeah, so we were there when the Furries were there. They came to the game, apparently. And the Furries were great. Like, they were so nice. We'd get in the elevator with the Furries and be like, hey, we'd have questions, and they were really open about it. It was such a nice trip. So, so we're planning on doing more of that. We're going to do more Amtrak ballparks and following bands that we like. 
Oh, yeah. that is cool. You're a rock star. Yeah, that's cool. I love that. That's rock star life right there. Well, that does it for the Hunter li- and Lexi, Lexi. life. <laughs> You're a good interviewer. You're going to take our jobs. <laughs> I think you're okay. <laughs> Y'all are way better. Well, thank you so much for uh, coming on the podcast. Thank you for interviewing us. No one does that. And uh, thank you again for um, thinking about the Chronicle and thinking about Season of Sharing. We could not be happier about any of this. Well, we are just as excited, so thank you guys. I mean, I feel like I have a badge that walks around like, I'm in Peter's house. Like... <laughs> I, you know, I am proud. I am so pumped to be on the show and in the house, in your house. I was, t- and like, I have to close with this. I was telling Alexis, I was like, you know, there's like, I don't know if y'all are Harry Potter fans, but I'm a big yeah. Harry Potter fan. Yeah. And I was like, there's Hogwarts, there's Slytherin, there's whatever, there's House Heather, and there's Raven House Peter. Yeah. We're the we're, yeah. the we're the fifth and sixth house, you know, and I yeah. feel like I'm part of House Peter. Yeah. Yay. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thanks again. Well, good luck getting back into baseball, and we look forward to having you back in the city soon, hopefully. We hope so, too. Thank you, guys. Stay safe. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Yay. You are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you to Heather Knight and our guests, Hunter and Alexis Pence. Total SF is a production of the Chronicle. Our music is The Tide Will Rise by the Sunset Shipwrecks off their album Community and Cable Car Bell Ringing by eight-time champion Byron Cobb. Support Total SF in the newsroom that creates it by signing up for a Chronicle membership at sfchronicle.com pod.